Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his cousin gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, for the latest updates and information. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and for some extra free picks, you can find us on TikTok. All those links are in the description. This college, this is jam-packed college basketball, so we're going to cover a lot of games here. Cover select game schedules we played on Friday, November 25th, 2022. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pagetotheprofessor.com slash new. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you some things to think on, and explain how certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your heart and money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game, but as always, take what you like and leave the rest. And if you have questions about these or other games, the best place to get those answered is on our Discord chat. It can be accessed through Patreon. Link in the show description. You can probably see here with me. I've got Cousin Jared. If you have questions for Jake, the Discord is the place to reach him. So if you have questions on, on this, he's our, he's, our, he's our resident college basketball expert. Uh, as always, remember, there are no locks in gambling. So what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades. And it can indicate its confidence level. With respect to scaling wagers, we're only covering a subset of those games in this episode. So for the full slate of picks, check out the link in the show description or on the website homepage. Lastly, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we'd like to see it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared, welcome aboard the College Basketball Show. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I'm like that guy at the end of the bench that like has his warmups off the whole time. He's always like stretching and getting loose, even though they're never actually going to put him in. But hey, guess what? The coach put me in tonight. And so I'm excited to be here. Hey, I'm be jacking up threes right and left. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> when you drain a three, the crowd will go wild for sure. Yes, that's what happens. Right. Um, right. I, I was going to say, you know, the, the model keeps chugging along. So hopefully y'all are out there kind of seeing those kind of uh, figured out, figuring out what you want to play of those picks. And after another great Thanksgiving day uh, with some great uh, picks. I, I, I was kind of afraid to just come on the show and just be like, yo, people just kind of play the A plays and just write them. They're kind of on fire. Like I was like, kind of afraid to do that. So I'm glad yeah. that that wasn't the strategy you chose, but I was like 10% of me was, was worried. That was what you were going to try. Well, Hey, I mean, there is an A plus play of the day and we will be talking about that one. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, before we get to it, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications and you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned the Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits to be found over there above and beyond what we do here. Membership starts just $3 per month. www.patreon.com slash picks with the professors. But even if you're not with us there, we're still thrilled to have you here. Let's get to the games. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description and current as of the time of this recording on Thursday night. We'll get to it. You talked about it. The A-plus play of the day, 1 p.m., Cornell at Monmouth. I have to say, I have not seen one second of either one of these teams this season. So what I'm going to tell you about it is you got a 4-1 and team at an 0-5 team. Sideline says it should be the 4-1 and road, uh, road team in Cornell favored by a little over 6. They're only laying 5 Cousin Jared, why is this the A-plus play of the day? Well, this is the A-plus play of the day for me because I just don't see how Monmouth is going to score enough points to keep up with Cornell. Cornell's 4-1, and one, as you mentioned. They've scored at least 77 points uh, in every game this season, and their, their only loss of the season was to Boston College by two points. So you definitely like some of these mid-majors or Ivy League schools like mm-hmm. Cornell hanging in there with an ACC school. Uh, Monmouth, on the other hand, um, offensively challenged, to say the least. Uh, they have scored 52, 42, 65, 59, and 66 points this season. And again, just reminding you, Cornell, the lowest – 
output they've had this season is 77. So I think that Cornell is going to score way more points than, than Monmouth possibly can to even keep this one close. So I think this is a steal only having to lay uh, five points with Cornell. All right, there you go. Uh, to the best B side, I'm actually going to give you one here. Because uh, Richard looked through all the B grades, uh, he passed on all of them. Uh, but I have one that I like here, 4.30 p.m. Central. I'm going to keep it short and sweet as well. Stony Brook and Eastern Washington, they're playing out in Miami. Maybe a little bit of a concern for the longer travel for Eastern Washington, but because it's not earlier in the day, I'm not extremely worried about it. If this was at like an 11 a.m. tip, I'd be a little bit more concerned about have their bodies adjusted to the time zones and that feeling like it's 8 a.m. But this game will be played at, at 5.30 Eastern, 2.30 what they're used to. So I'm not really worried about that. It's a neutral site game. So neither team has any edge here. A sideline says this should be closer to seven. We're laying to six with Eastern Washington. Bottom line for me is that both of these teams have been pretty disappointing, uh, but Stony Brook has been a little bit more disappointing. Eastern Washington, we pegged pretty well. Uh, I just think Eastern Washington is solidly better and laying six is good. It's important to make sure we get six, six and a half or seven. I wouldn't play it beyond seven. I never know what the number is going to do. I have found, that the numbers have usually gone towards the model. So depending on when you're watching this, where the number goes, if it gets out to seven and a half, eight, I don't think I like chasing it there because six is pretty important on that push protection, especially seven beyond that. Again, less likely, but I think this is the best of all the B grade plays. And if you're going to pick one of them out so far, I like Eastern Washington, just a reminder, not all the games have been locked, of course, because we don't have lines on all of them. So by the, in the morning, there'll be more A grade plays and more B grade plays. But for now, this is the B side that I have my eye on here is laying the six with Eastern Washington, which takes us to the cousin on a limb. Uh, this is where we've got a situation where the model hasn't made a pick yet, or if it was going to make a pick, it'd be a C grade pick. Uh, but you think you have an edge, 2 p.m. Central, Denver at New Orleans. Uh, so Denver, Citadel, New Orleans, and IUPUI have played three games in three days all against each other uh, down in new Orleans. We've kind of seen more of these teams personally, I think that I'd like to see, or at least game track mo more than I want to see because of the IUPUI involvement, uh, which has turned out well. They've actually zigged and zagged a little bit differently than we, than we thought. Um, Sideline says this should be Denver by two and a half. That's the current number two and a half. Uh, Cousin Jared, what is your pick on this one? New Orleans, the University of New Orleans privateers, uh, let me tell you, I, I enjoy watching them. They like to get up and down the court, as does a lot of the Southland Conference. Uh, the problem they is- They're reckless. They, they, <laughs> last year, the Southland was very reckless. I'm, uh, yes. I'm hoping it's the same this year because yeah. there were a lot of crazy games. A lot games. of fun, yeah. It was. Uh, but the problem is, is New Orleans seems to, incapable of playing any defense, and mm. they also like to dig holes for themselves early in games. Uh, New Orleans is 0-5 against the, the number this season. Like some of those, like Butler and LSU, you don't necessarily expect them to cover. It's not that big a deal if they don't cover, but they only beat St. Francis, Illinois by two points. They didn't cover uh, against Citadel. They didn't cover against IUPUI earlier today. Uh, that's always a bad sign when you're, when you're not covering against yeah. IUPUI. Uh, Denver, on the flip side, they also, they've They've covered about three games, I think, but you look at some of the games they didn't cover, it's teams that the model has said that the market has been mispricing. So they didn't cover against Idaho. Sideline's been all over Idaho this season. They didn't cover against Sacramento State. Sideline's been all over Sacramento State. So I can forgive um, some of those times where Denver hasn't covered because Sideline says, hey, the market has kind of mispriced these teams where, uh, you know, Sideline's been all over New Orleans a couple of times and it just hasn't worked out. So mm -hmm. in my mind, this is just Sideline hasn't caught up to how bad New Orleans is. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of 
fairly spot on with with Denver based on those games they haven't covered. So I'm going to lay the two and a half points with Denver. I mean, New Orleans cannot play the way they've been playing early this season and cover a number like that, a short number, only two and a half points. They can't dig themselves in a hole like they did against Citadel. You know, if they had trouble putting away IUPUI, they're mm. they're going to have their hands full with with Denver. So I say lay the two and a half points with Denver. I think they're just much better than New Orleans at this point in the season. I'm really curious to see what sideline makes this number after today's game. So if you're watching this tonight over on Patreon, there's not a new number yet, but depending on what time I get those out here on Friday, depending on when you're watching this, you may be able to go click the sheet and see a new number. This number was made before today's games. Um, Today, uh, New Orleans giving up 84 points to IUPUI. There are no words allowing 84 points in regulation to IUPUI. So I have yeah. to assume that tomorrow sideline's going to say this should be Denver minus three, three and a half, something a little bit bigger. And it would agree with you in, in laying the two and a half points. I have to assume, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going on a limb on myself projecting what my, what the model's going to do. And I really don't know. I just, just a hunch. It's going to be like, Whoa, you give up points to IUPUI. You are terrible. <laughs> and, and do that yeah. even. Um, so I think it's going to like laying the two and a half. Uh, as well. I didn't even know St. Francis, Illinois was a real team. That's division two because there are multiple St. Francis's that are division yeah. one. So yeah. um, l- learn something with that one that there's a St. Francis, Illinois that's that's in D2. So uh, you're laying the two and a half with Denver at New Orleans. And like I said, I think the model will agree after today's games comes in. Um, I have to assume that number goes up. Like I said, really just that IEPUI game is all you need to know that if they can all yeah. points, Denver shouldn't have any problem scoring yeah. points here. To the shake and bake without Jake, I've got one for you here that I like. 5 p.m. Central, Maryland Eastern Shore at Virginia. Look, this is a clear case of you don't have to watch them to make the monies. But we talk about correlated parlays in football, and this is definitely one of them in basketball. Or if there is one in basketball, it's this. Uh, We are getting 29.5 points with Maryland Eastern Shore. It's a B-grade pick, mainly because the number's so high. But it, it, the model isn't really, or the algorithm at least that assigns grades, isn't really considering the total in this game. The total is only 125 and a half. Given that we have a lower total, that makes covering a big number more likely. Uh, and honestly, I think the 125 and a half is too high given the way Virginia plays. They're going to just grind this game to a halt. Maryland Eastern Shore isn't going to score that many, but I don't think Virginia is going to be interested in scoring a bunch either. So I'm going to go with Maryland Eastern Shore plus 29 and a half and under 125 and a half. And I'm going to assume that Virginia wins this game something like, you know, 70 to 45 or something. That's like one of the ugliest. And Virginia putting up 70 points is pretty good for them, right? Yeah. It, it, that's the thing is that they can put up 70 points. Maryland Eastern Shore scores 45. We comfortably hit the under. We kind of comfortably cover 29 and a half. You could have told me the game would be 65 to 40 and I would believe you. It, I think Virginia is a little more higher scoring this year. So that's why I jumped it up five, five more points. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with a correlated parlay here again, take all those points of Maryland Eastern Shore, go under 125 and a half. I think that the correlation between these two makes this a little bit more valuable, play a little bit of a plus expected value uh, type parlay here. And look, we have, re- we've really struggled on these all season, but I keep saying it when the dam bursts, it's going to burst. So uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's just, let's just burst the thing wide open. What do you say? Cousin Jared? Yeah, let's do that. Now, I like your rationale there. I like the way that you were thinking that out, taking a lot of points in a lower scoring game. I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to go to uh, North Texas and San Jose State. And, you know, North uh, San Jose State, not the greatest team, but not bad. They're, they're perfectly serviceable. Um, North Texas, 
offensively challenged. Uh, I, I think anybody who has kept up with college basketball the past few seasons knows that a good North Texas under cannot be passed up. Uh, so kind of break this, this uh, well, really, you just got to look at how many points North Texas has scored this season. They've had two games that have scored one, had a total of 100 points or less. Uh, mm-hmm. They they just are not interested in scoring points. And so you're telling me that I can get eight and a half points with San Jose State and go under a number like 119, uh, sign me up for it all day and twice on, every day and twice on Sunday, uh, because I just think that it's going to be really hard for North Texas to score enough points to get outside of a number like eight and a half. So I think this game is going to be a lot more competitive than, than the one you just mentioned, but I think there's yeah. going to be it, very, it's a low bar. It's a low bar to be fair. Yeah, it, it is a very low bar. It's going to be more competitive, uh, but still a lot of points in a game with, with a total of 119. So love taking the eight and a half, uh, love the under 119. So let's throw them together. And like you said, let's see if we can just uh, win two parlays in one day. Uh, what has it worked? So it's two's got to be the answer, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that game is out in the Bahamas, by the way. So neutral site game there to a total getting high with the cousin, a game that you think we should be going over in 7 p.m. Central Oakland and Long Beach State. Uh, this one also out in the Bahamas. Uh, says this should be Long Beach State by about four and a half. Projects a total of 152. The actual total is 152 and a half. But do you think we should still be going over that total of 152 and a half? Tell us why. Anybody who watches the college football shows know how, knows how averse I am to an over. I, I love. I, I thought I thought you were going to pass on this whole segment with the over. I thought you were just be like, nope, not taking it over. Uh, well, that's because if anybody is passing on an over with Oakland, you just have yeah. not paid attention to how many points they are scoring. Their games yeah. this season have had 169, 100, and, I don't know, 53. Had one go over 200 points. The last one had 182 points. They are just completely out of control uh maybe you could say that long beach state is a more defensive minded team and you might be right saying that but what i've noticed so far this season when you have lower scoring teams going up against these frenetic teams it it seems to not matter the the frenetic teams still seem to be able to get these lower scoring teams into shootouts i don't know if like the slow paced teams are just like Oh my gosh, we have a chance to run. Let's let's do it. But but it seems like when there's a, a matchup of styles, unless you're just like North Texas or something, the slower paced team is always going to get pulled into a higher scoring game. So I think we need to go over 152 and a half. Sideline doesn't spit out totals like 152 very often. And mm-hmm. so I, you can tell just by what sideline's saying, this game's going to have a lot of points. And Long Beach State is actually the top 40 in predicted tempo, according to Ken Palm. So it's not like they really want to go slow either. I, I'm like you, like, you know, there are no locks in gambling and totals can just be kind of wonky. I yes. really think, and I, I could be completely wrong here, but my perception on totals really is more of it's a, it's a long-term type play. You're going to have streaks where things go really good and streaks yeah. where things go really bad. There's a lot of variance in them. Uh, this game feels like, sure, it might go under because there's no locks, but if it goes over, there's a chance this game gets to like, 180 in regulation like i wouldn't be surprised if this was like 93 to 86 you know wrapping up towards the end of this game like it's it all the all the pieces are there for just a crazy game in this one yeah and the one thing that i would say about totals this this high as well is that when you've got a projected um spread of four and a half points you always feel a little bit better about a game that's predicted to be closer having more points because no team's going to lose the incentive to score you know if you get some of these like you know kentucky and like north florida or whoever earlier this week like yeah that game could go over but kentucky had no incentive to score the last 10 minutes of that game they were up by 40 points and and so uh, a game that's predicted to be a little bit closer i always feel a little bit better about going over in those types of games 
Yep, absolutely. All right. How low can you go? Now we're going to flip and take in under 12 p.m. Central. Cal State Bakersfield at Alcorn or versus Alcorn State. This game is in El Paso. They're playing a little kind of mini tournament down there, just like uh, we talked about in New Orleans. Um, a sideline has an A grade play on this one for the record, taking Alcorn State plus one, thinks that they should be favored by about a point and a half, but you are uh, circling on the total. Uh, the model projects 126. The actual roll is 124 and a half. So tell us why you're going under 124 and a half in this one. Cal State Bakersfield does not have the same reputation that Fresno State or North Texas might have, but based on how they've played so far this season, I think they should. Uh, they've had some games barely go over 100. They have had a game end up at 116. That a Pac-12 school. <laughs> they had a game against Idaho that only got to 95 points. Uh, they really they played North, uh, UTEP a couple of days ago. That game did go over because it went to overtime. Uh, it, the under hit in regulation. Uh, so Cal State Bakersfield just needs to be flagged as one of those teams that is going to be very tough to get a game to go over with them. Um, so like you said, sideline made the total about 126. That's telling you something there. I can grab 124 and a half and go go under. Uh, I really like it. Cal State Bakersfield is just one of those. You almost need to just blindly back the unders at this point. Yeah, and it's it's kind of like uh, just to because you kind of made the same point in both games. Uh, when Arizona was playing last week in that tournament, the actual totals were like 165 and sideline was making them like 156 or something. That's what a lot of times you see at the extremes is you see yep. the actual number way too far and you look at it and you go, I don't know, the model just doesn't want to go that high. I don't really know which way to take it. You yeah. know, maybe it's smart to kind of go opposite of the extreme but also maybe it's just going to be a runaway type game whether it's runaway high or low it's yep. a lot harder to fill those out right but uh, uh when it's really high or really low when the model's kind of in that same spot it, it makes you wonder have they really gone far enough uh, yep. and in some cases the answer is they have and in some cases yep. the answer they haven't so these are two spots that you think that they have not uh going over and open and under here with cal state bakersfield uh must see tv uh, i'm gonna say the same thing i, I told y'all yesterday with jake there are a bunch of good tournament games that we don't have lines for yet so i will hop on the tiktok don't forget to join us over there i'll give you a quick little one minute breakdown i'm four and one on my tiktok plays jake won his um that he did over there so we're doing really well over there i will have a musty tv pick uh for you from some of the tournament games um that are that are going to be happening that we have spreads for it now uh because jared what do we have to do to get you to make a tiktok as well well, see, you don't know it, but you're really hitting a sore point here in, in my family uh, because uh, Miss Cousin Jared has been bugging me to get TikTok for approximately Ooh. three years, and Ooh. I have refused to do it. And Ooh. I feel like I'm going to be in an immense amount of trouble if I actually finally download the TikTok app just for this show. Um, so that's kind of what we're working through right now. I so mean, you can record. You don't have to download the app. You can upload it all on your computer, right? So the app can stay off your phone, right? Because that's how all the kids are doing it, I'm sure, is uploading it on the PC. You know, it doesn't really matter how the kids are doing it. What matters is that we're recording winners, all right? That's what yeah, matters. Okay. So, yes. uh, must see TV games. Nothing for you right now. Good tournament games, though. Uh, check out TikTok. Again, the link is in this description. I'll get you a pick for that. Uh, come tomorrow. Uh, to the overtime slot. Because, Jared, uh, I, I feel like you personally have been writing these A plays and banking um, mm. as they have been. And yeah. we get to the overtime slot and I was like, here you go. We're going to choose another A grade play that he mm -hmm. likes because he's been riding the A grade plays. And, and 
you know, I put the ball in the tee for you and you didn't hit it. Instead, we're going to go to 3 p.m. Central, Texas and Corpus Christi. YouTube. Maybe your recommendation is just play all the A plays and, and, and I'm giving you something different. Is that is that how you're playing this? That is exactly how I am playing it. You don't need me to tell you why you need to make all these A plays. They've been doing really well. Let's go somewhere else. Maybe all right. you don't know as much about that I can tell you a little bit about. So um, I, I didn't realize all, a lot of the games that I picked are kind of correlated games. I guess I've been paying attention to a lot of the games being played in El Paso uh, the past <laughs> few days. But you know, we've talked about El Paso on the college football show. We love a good El Paso sunset. Let's go out there and talk about <laughs> AM Corpus Christi and, and UTEP. So AM Corpus Christi, they like to get up and down the court. They like to score points uh, against UT Rio Grande Valley earlier uh, this season. They had a game that was 97 to 75. Uh, they played a D2 school earlier this season. That one got to 91, 73. Um, they had a game against Mississippi State. Didn't have very many points, but they were just kind of outclassed in that game. What I will say about AM Corpus Christi, two things. They played Alcorn uh, two days ago. Uh, game was 98, 67. Played Cal State Bakersfield, uh, the team I just mentioned, who has loved to go under this season. They got Cal State Bakersfield to 136 points, which is a minor miracle based mm -hmm. on how Cal State Bakersfield has played earlier mm -hmm. this season. UTEP is not the highest scoring team in the world, but I think unless AM Corpus Christi is playing one of these just super outlier slow teams, I think they're going to be able to put up points. So the total in this game is currently 134 and a half. I think that is a bargain. Any team that can get Cal State Bakersfield to go over 135 points. I really like their chances to do that against UTEP. So let's lock in over 134 and a half. All righty. That is all the games that we're going to cover. Uh, Cousin Jared, any parting words before we sign off? College basketball has, has been so fun so far this season. I think with, with college football winding down, college basketball ramping up, uh, we're just keeping the hits coming here on this show. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back tomorrow again with more sports betting content. Until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>